Hey, James. It's Artie, your old roommate from college. Hey, I've been looking for you forever, man. And then just by chance, I hear your voice on a podcast. Well, I just got one thing to say to you, man. I want my lava lamp back. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 34, brought to you on Monday, the week of Monday, actually, because you might be listening to this later. It is 9-10-07. That means it's September the 10th, the day after Sunday, the day before Tuesday. And Nobody's Listening Podcast is a podcast where we tell our funny life stories and invite you to do the same. And in continuing to, I don't know, improve on our on our goal, on our theme, on our our central existence, we are inviting guest hosts throughout the uh, next couple of weeks. Today, I'm very, very happy and very excited and a little bit wet in the seat <laughs> over letting you guys know that we have none other than the Scott Johnson on with us. Say hi, Scott. Hey, how's it going, man? Oh man, we're we're doing good. A little, a little nervous because whether you know it or not, I didn't tell you this off off uh, off the recording, but yeah. you you are my podcast mentor. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I can live up to this uh, this crazy well, expectation you have because I am just a normal young man. I know you keep saying that, but man. that's not true. And you don't have to live up to anything because. The benefit of having a mentor for somebody you really don't know is that they've already done everything that you already idolize them for naturally. Wow. So see. no pressure. Okay. Just be yeah, you. I, I, I'm, a, I'm just kind of a, a you know middle 30s, uh, getting too fat kind of dude, and I'm, I appreciate any nice things people say to me. So thank you very much. That's and I'm funny. thrilled to be here, by the way. I'm a fan of your show. I think it's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. That makes that makes me a little little uh, little less likely to uh, have to go to the bathroom later in a real bathroom. So, <laughs> see, we're family friendly, so I can't just say pee my pants. I have to exactly have to, you find, have to actually go dance around it a little bit. Yeah, not own. unlike Disney when they throw an adult you know comment in a movie. So, I don't yeah, think. those those people are always just three inches away from porn. I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is episode tw- 34, and uh, our our, ho- our actual show is sponsored this week, believe it or not, by one of our listeners named Connor, and Connor gave us 32 bucks. One, Sweet. At the time, it was $1 for every episode that we had made, and so he's $2 behind now. So, Connor, get with the program. But your, <laughs> your check cleared, and so we couldn't, li- we couldn't mention you earlier, but thanks, Connor. Thanks for being out there. Thanks for listening. And uh, thanks for actually kind of insulting me because, you know, <laughs> each show <laughs> costs about, what, 14 bucks a month to uh, to have out there in the world. So uh, thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for building me up. So uh, anyway, uh, without any further ado, before we get too far into it, let's do weekly updates. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my. All right. I actually got a little ahead of myself because um, some of you know who Scott Johnson is, but some of you don't. So, Scott, before you give your weekly update, let me let me tell the people how they can learn more about you as a human. He, he does a blog and it's uh, and a podcast. The blog is at myextralife.com. And he does Correct. a uh, I'm sorry. Correct. <laughs> It's like I'm incorrect. Yeah, you're correct. I'm, if 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 you step out of line, you've had it. But I'm I'm keeping an eye. Keep, keep going. You're good so far. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? 
Uh, and the podcast itself is called My, uh, Extra Life Radio, ELR. You can check that out on iTunes or go to the website we pre- previously mentioned. He also does a couple other podcasts. Uh, wow, our, Many of our WOW fans will know him from The Instance. That's where I heard from him first. One of the first yep. podcasts I ever listened to, actually. And then wow. uh, and then also he does Infendo, which I know is about Nintendos. I have never listened to it. I'm sorry. Haven't. It's okay. If you're not a big Nintendo fan, there's not much on that show for you. But if you like Nintendo and you like to see uh, a, a perspective from Nintendo fans about the rest of the industry, that's a great little show to listen to. I'm going to have to because I, I was one of the first on my block to get a Wii completely, on, completely on accident. thing was just sitting there on a Sunday afternoon. And I bought it. It was awesome. Nice. Very awesome. You should mention, too, I also do a – the whole thing got started six years ago with a three times a week web comic that I'm probably most known for. And that's where everything else sort of spawned from. Everything else, all the other little uh, crazy things I'm into all kind of came from that. And that continues to this day at MyExtraLife.com. That sounded like a PSA. I'll now stop doing that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. We were actually going to ask you about that. I've got an official question from one of our listeners about how all that branched out. So you can elaborate Later Absolutely. on, but uh, I had asked you on the show to do our do a weekly update and our featured story. So, folks, you have that to look forward to in a moment. But what is what is your weekly update? What's something funny, stupid, crazy that happened to you this week? Holy crap, dude! I don't even know where to start on this. I'm going to give you the short version. <laughs> I'm still kind of ticked about it. Okay, all right. Warning people, I'm a little hot here while I talk about this. Oh boy! But two days ago, speaking of video games and Nintendo games in particular. I went to Best Buy to pick up a copy of this new Worms Open Warfare 2 game for the DS. Got mm-hmm. online play, lots of fun stuff to do, kick your butt, your, you know, your friend's butt playing a little, little Worms action. There's nothing wrong with that. So supposedly they had them. I went down to a store and they said, sorry, looks like you're going to have to go to our other store. They have three. I'm like, well, I didn't really enjoy the 10 minutes I waited for help, and I didn't enjoy the ride out here, but sure, I'll go to your other store. That's like 25 miles the other direction. So I do that, okay? So I'm with them so far. So far, they're helping me out. I'm getting the thing I want. I'm going where I need to go to get it. I go all the way down to this other store. I stood for 15 minutes waiting for one of these guys to help me, and this is what's weird about that place. And this, and in case Best Buy ever sponsors uh, Nobody's Listening, I apologize in advance. But <laughs> Doubtful. Need to- Need to freaking uh, kick it up a notch. Here's what happened. I go into that store, and I'm looking around, and all the sales guys are huddled together in groups of two at various places, kind of laughing and talking. Not hardly anybody was in the store. So the minute I would walk toward a pair of these guys, they'd scatter like bugs. <sighs> like, I, like I turned the light on. They yeah. all go different directions, like avoiding me, the customer. I don't know why. I must have looked funny. Who knows at this point what the deal was. Either way, I was kind of getting ticked. So that was about 15 minutes. Finally, I get some big, hulking lerp of a man to help me. With a big, Just giant a, blue shirt on. Yes. There's this huge guy. I, could barely, I couldn't read his tag because it was so high up there. <laughs> it smelled like, um, do you know that smell? Like that if you leave a, a dish rag in the sink lumped up for too long. Yeah, it was sour. You, yeah. Dirty dish rag smells. what this guy smelled like. Oh, God. But that, I can even put up with that. That is not even the big problem. So he goes, uh, let me go check. Did you look on the rack? I'm like, yeah, I looked on the rack. The guy at the other store sent me here, said you had plenty of them. He had to go back over to the rack and prove that I was for sure telling him the truth about that, which was irritating enough. But he says, well, give me a second. I'll go check in the back. He leaves. Ten minutes more goes past. Uh. I'm just standing there. Comes back, says, uh, we can't find it, but I bet my media people will know where they might be. So he tracks down this, this emo kid with tons of hair. <laughs> 
who's supposedly the media thing. <laughs> He's a specialist, he, of course. Yeah, a specialist, I'm sure. And he sends, he says, "All right, well, I go check it out or whatever," and just just takes off down the toward the warehouse. And I said to this big lurpy guy, I "said Should I be following him?" He says, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> All right, so that's all really sweet and awesome, and they must have listened really hard at training day. So I follow this emo kid all the way down the warehouse. He doesn't even acknowledge I'm with him, goes into the warehouse, and I wait outside of it thinking I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to walk in there. So I'm leaning up against a fridge watching an old Packers game on ESPN Classic on a TV across the way. And it was something like from the 70s. I had no interest at all in this stupid game, but there was nothing else to do. So I'm standing there picking my teeth with a PlayStation 3 pamphlet. That was the other thing I did. <laughs> Finally, this guy emerges out of there, and I am not kidding you, 25 minutes later. Oh, my gosh. So I've been in the store like an hour. <sighs> Comes out of there 25 minutes later and walks right freaking past me. Mm. Like the other way. And I said, I go, hello. My best Ethel Merman is kind of a hello. <laughs> he turns around, and he goes, can I help you? I said, I'm the guy that was waiting out here for you to go in there and find that game. And then he says this. I need a drum roll or something. He says, what was it called again? Oh, my God. And I said, I'm going to freaking kill you, you punk. Come here. You know, I said, it's this. I told him the name of it again. I was kind of in awe. I couldn't believe he was asking me that question. Uh, I said, yeah, I was waiting here while you went to look for it. The game is this. And he goes, oh, yeah, we don't have any of those. Boo. I go, then why did you ask me if you didn't know the name? I, I, at that point, I was serious. I felt like I was just going to curl up into a ball and explode. I didn't know what else to do with myself. So I went out of there. Now, this is the part I'm not proud of. I was so ticked that I wasted all that time. You walk out of Best Buy and you got like a greeter guy there. It's kind of like going to Walmart, except yeah, he's not old. Right. Young and stupider. That's because Walmart or, or Best Buy doesn't try to pretend like they're not there for security. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And the guy goes, as I get close to the door, the guy goes, thank you for coming to Best Buy today, sir. I can and see I through your clothes with my camera. You know. I turn around and, I, and I'm and i not proud, but I turn around and threw him the bird. Oh, dude. See ya. <laughs> threw him the bird. Ran out of there. He's lucky he didn't get the double bird. He's lucky he didn't get the double backflip bird. Oh, dude. my I was gosh. So mad. Anyway, and to this moment, I still don't have the game. So there you go. Well, That's my story. <laughs> Sticking to it. Only only two things. I actually had just two things, but I'll have three things now. But first of all, you love games too much, dude. I'm telling you that right now. Because I wouldn't wait that long for my wife to (laughs) give birth to my child. So, and then secondly, the world is run by teenagers, and that sucks. Yeah, it does. It really is. They all use the same collective hive mind. There's no, like, individuality. They're all thinking the same. I remember working at that point. I worked on a construction site, and I remember the older guys loved to work, and I hated to work. I never understood. They'd sit around and talk about, oh, I'm hoping I can get more hours. And I'm like, are they insane? I want to go home early every day, you know. But you do figure it out after a while that that kind of hurts your paycheck. But Punks. Punks, uh, every one of them. Gosh. I feel like an old man. Get out of my yard, you stupid kids. That's what I should say. Well, at first, I, I didn't hear that you were talking about Best Buy. I thought you were talking about like Game Gallery or just any of those, you know, trade-in game places because those. Oh, guys, I don't even. I don't even go there. I anymore, hate those dude. places, dude. Ah, they're overcharged, and and then they they treat you. You could be a forty-year-old guy walk in, and they treat you like you're seventeen or fourteen. <laughs> You want a game? You're an idiot here, you know. You better uh, you better buy that insurance coverage on that game. 
I heard you talking about that. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. I did a comic today, in fact, that was d- directly pointed at that very kind of behavior. And it was all inspired by this Best Buy thing. But re- just a little recommendation to people. If you're going to buy your video games, get them online. It's the only way to go. No joke. Yep. Get them online. Get, for, forget GameSpot. Forget EB. Forget all those people. Unless they want to sponsor one of my shows. And then I love, love them and them. I'll go there all the time. But uh, <laughs> that's, you know, I can swing like that. It's fine. That's great. No. All right, emo kid. Uh, <laughs> if you're out there and you want to fix your karma, you have to go apologize to the greeter. <laughs> you have yeah. to fix it because he took yeah. your bird. He took your yeah. birds. And I'm actually, I'm, my plan is I'm going to contact, I never do this. I'm going to contact Best Buy and I'm going to see if I can squeeze some free crap out of them. Why That's not? Yeah. They screwed me. I'm going to screw them. Ugh. Well, mine's nowhere near as, as fantastical, but I, I did want to give at least the ring finger, if not the bad finger, uh, but unfortunately, it was to myself because I lost my keys this week, and that's a big deal. Period. But when you have keys to like a giant uh, building that has millions of dollars of equipment in it, like my yeah. place of work does, that's a huge deal because uh, most most buildings our size probably have levels of keys, you know, to where you can only get in the front doors, but you can't get in the office, and you could get into maintenance closets. But our keys are keyed all the same. If you have a key, you the the world is your oyster. And I had totally lost my keys. And I, the thing is, people are asking me, you know, what do they ask you? They're like, did you leave them in your car? Uh, have you checked your pockets? And then, you know, in other words, are you an idiot? Are you an idiot? Or have you, and then the third one is, have you retraced your steps? And the sad part about this and the part that makes this slightly humorous is I hadn't really done anything constructive all morning. I'd, I'd come inside and sat in my chair and surfed the internet for the morning. And so I I didn't have the heart to tell them that there was no path, that if I lost my keys, it was between where I put my butt behind my seat in my car or where I put my butt in front of my computer in my office. And yeah. so there was no there was no trail. But I did, in order to cover my tracks, uh, search the bathroom. I had searched the break room. I walked between there and the car a few times. And uh, people are asking stupid questions. You know, have you – to look at, you know, in the back of your car, because they're always where they're not supposed to be. And um, long story short, my secretary kept asking me, I actually have two offices. I have a work presentation office where I bring people in. And then I have this office where all my real work's done, where all the crap's stacked to the ceiling. And uh, she's like, did you go in there? No, no, no. I mean, I couldn't. Re- Dude, long story short, walked in there, uh, ne- didn't find them, walked in there a second time, stinking sitting right there in plain view, obvious, the whole thing. <laughs> And, you know, your hands don't point the right way to be able to give yourself the bird. And that's probably for a reason. And plus, my mom always told me, every time you point at somebody else, three fingers are pointing right back at you. So I figured I'd probably be better off giving it to somebody else anyway because I would actually be hurting myself more. I totally uh, understand. I got to tell you something, though, weird about the way it goes sometimes when you lose things. mm Mm-hmm. I was at this this river thing where you ran these tubes down a river and it was all fun and dandy. But we had – this place where you had to cross under some trees and I was wearing these $25, kind of not that expensive, but $25 uh, uh, sunglasses and they were on my head. And as I walked through there, I felt one of those branches snag them, pull them off my head. I immediately turned around to grab them as they dropped or wherever they went. No, they're nowhere. Uh. Nowhere to be found. I was standing right there. I knew when they, they were taken off less than a half a second ago. They're not on the dirt. They're not in the trees. They're freaking nowhere. <laughs> Eventually, I found him. What had happened is this thing had 
had bent down, grabbed my glasses, and then flinged them way up into the air <laughs> for this hump of trees and into the grove next to us. My God. It's pretty awesome. So, yeah, if you lose your keys, dude, that ain't nothing. The tree stole my freaking uh, sunglasses. Uh, I just hate losing stuff because you're like, I would, I, I didn't do anything. I, you know, I was, I was accusing coworkers, you know, who, who were jokesters. And, you know, so I had to yeah. go around and ask, you know, for forgiveness and all this. And it was just horrible. <laughs> just hate. That's awful. Well, there are some things that are off limits, you know, so. Yeah. And, keys are one. And I work in the hood. And so, you know, it is not uncommon for people to come in and, and we had a lady's purse stolen, you know, one of the administrative assistants and all this kind of stuff. And so, it, you know, it wasn't beyond the realm of possibility that somebody had used me to get into the system, but uh, it worked out. Yeah. And, and I'm, what? I said, I'm glad. I'm thrilled to hear. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That, <laughs> I feel the love in my, le- in my right ear. That's right. So. Anyway, uh, those oh, those were the weekly updates. It is time for the part we all been waiting for. It's the featured story. That's right, boys and girls. Scott Johnson, you do the honors. The microphone is yours. I'm just here to provide the laugh track and the commentary. Well, uh, I was asked to tell a story. Um, in a very formal manner. Just kidding. He didn't. It wasn't that formal. <laughs> he asked me to tell a story from my past, and um, I thought to myself, you know, what story could I tell that James wouldn't either laugh at, ridicule me publicly about, or oh my gosh, or that these people in this stick ham room who are listening to us now wouldn't find a, a terrible uh, look into my life as a as a child. And so I came up with this one. I don't even know what I just said there. So ignore all what I just said. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do it. Put a really long rooster in there for you. That's right. You like, stick it right in. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what the if you don't know what the rooster is, you can check out Extra Life Radio and they'll learn all about it. Trust That's me, right. it'll happen again. There's no way it won't. My Extra Life. Uh, yes. Uh, here is a uh, here's the story. When I was eight years old, my one of my earliest memories in life, to be honest, um, I had this weird skin thing that happened overnight where I woke up one day and I had these big red patches all over me. Just everywhere. Is that that, square is that, that thing that happens to teenagers, like the not quite acne thing or, or what? Uh, you know what? They never did diagnose it. Oh, wow. Uh, and that's, that's what's strange about it because it kind of came, was really painful and irritating, and then went away not too long after Sounds that. Sounds like hives. Yeah. It was kind of hive-ish, but I don't know. It was weird. I was just a kid. I, you know, all I cared about was playing in the mud and you know pinching my sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this was all very new to me, and I didn't know what was going on. So my mom takes me to the, to the doctor to get it checked out. Well, you go through the tests, and the guy's checking your breathing and your eyes and your ears and your whatnot. <laughs> and at one point, they required a urine sample, uh, which is fine. You're, you know, doesn't matter how old you are. You're going to need to do that for a doctor at some point. Yep. This would be my first time. So I said, sure, whatever. Hand me, and they hand me a little cup. So they say, here's your little plastic cup. Go down the hall to your left. There's where you need to be. Okay, cool. Thanks very much. Have a nice day. Walk down that hallway. I go into the bathroom. I cannot find the light switch. It's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I'm feeling around the walls. Can't find it. There's just enough light in the door. How old are you? How old are I was you? Eight years old. Okay. Eight or nine. That's like that. great. And there's, there's, I can, I'm feeling the walls. I can't feel anything, but I can kind of see the features of the bathroom because there's light under the door. Right, right. So I can make out the shape of a sink and the toilet and the whatever. And the little, so I the thought, little well, door in the hall, in the wall. 
Exactly. So I said, well, screw this. I'm just going to go ahead and do my business and get out. Be done, be gone, be out. So I kind of just worked my way over to the toilet. And I looked over to my right, and I could see that there was an adjoining bathroom, like maybe just an extension on the same bathroom. It had its... Had, so this bathroom basically was big enough that it had two sets of sinks, two toilets, uh, and a door on each side, which made sense to me because after having been in the doctor's office, this thing kind of horseshoed around like the building did. Okay. And so I figured, okay, two bathrooms. And there was a kid over there. And obviously he couldn't find a stupid light either because <laughs> he's, he's standing in the dark too. With his little and cup. He's just, he's, he's just staring at me with his little cup in his hand. <laughs> And I looked out over at him. I said, oh, you got to do this too, huh? And he just stared at me. Didn't say a word. Just looked at me like piercing eyes of death. And then and he I disappeared. Said, oh. I said, man, I sure hate this. This is no fun or some words like that. And he's still just staring at me. Oh, man. And I'm like, well, forget this, dude. I, not only is it bad enough I got to come in here and pee, but the guy who's in here with me is a total jerk. So... I said, I, I can't do this. I'm going to pee all over myself. So I'm feeling around again for the light. And I find it finally. I flick it on. I turn back around. And there is a floor-to-ceiling mirror about, about six feet away from me. And it was me I was talking to the whole freaking time. It was me over there with a, pee, with a, with a cup of tea. So when I got out of there, I was just like, you know what? Here you go. Have fun. Knock yourselves oh out. I'm going gosh. home. Oh, my gosh. That's like – I was rewatching Harry Potter this week, and there's that scene at the end where he looks in the mirror, and he winks at himself, and the stone appears in his pocket. Yep. That that should have happened for you. You should have been yeah, able to hold – A little magic would have gone a long way. Hold the cup out. Your, your, your reflection winks at you. You look down, and it's full of worn urine. That would have yeah. been great. I could have gone with that. But it's what's what's weird is – about 10 years later, so I guess I was about 17 or 18, I went to get another physical, and I brought – they did the same thing. Go fill this cup up. Well, now I'm 18. I ain't falling for no mirror. Right. You know, it's all – I'm old enough now. So I go into this room. I do my business. I come out there. I hand the cup to the nurse, and she says, whoa. And I said, what? <laughs> what are you woeing about? Yeah, because you just impressed goes, a nurse. That's Yeah, she goes, no, it's fine. It's good. No problem. And she sends me on my way. And I thought to myself, was it a, was there a quantity issue? Was it Temperature? especially color? vitamin D-ish? Was it color? <laughs> Were there floaties in there? You know, I didn't know what was going on. Uh-huh. And I, to this day, I don't know why oh, she Oh, I was it. hoping, oh, you, you got you to gotta tell people. You have to make up something. What do you think it was? <laughs> Yeah, we should do a contest. Was it wet on the outside? Maybe that was all it was. Wow! Yeah, whoever wins, whoever wins the contest, uh, pays thirty-two bucks to to uh, James here, so we can keep the show going. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. What do you think she was saying? Whoa, about? I have no freaking idea. <laughs> I can only imagine. There's a great song that should be should have been rewritten called "I Can Only Imagine," and it should be about your urine sample. Well, I've always Correct. imagined somewhere in America there is a town called Sample, and outside. Huh? Sample USA, you're thinking? Yeah, there's got to be a town. And on the outside of that town, there's a sign that says, urine sample. I just, <laughs> I know that has to exist out there somewhere. Uh, it'd be, uh, that's and awesome. I, I would buy a t-shirt just so I could wear that. And if, I'm photo taken by that sign. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. What was the other thing? Oh, dude, because in my childhood, all right, it was, uh, what, the the 
you know, the late seventies, early eighties, you know, people consider the eighties being 85 and on, but, but those of us that lived it, we know that the seventies kind of bled into the eighties and hung in there for a while. My mom went and got these mirror squares. Do you remember those at all? They had like a texture printed on them. Like, I don't know. And she covered one wall of our entire bathroom with these things. And it was the most disturbing thing in my life because hot, I'm eight. hot style right there is what that <laughs> I guess so. Or, or yeah, mood mirror, or like the kind that's on a ceiling of a waterbed, you know, just nasty mirror squares. And, yeah. you know, you couldn't do anything in there without seeing what you looked like. And, yeah. you know, every kid that goes to church wonders, you know, can God see me? But they don't know what he actually sees. And, and so I had that fear and I knew exactly what he was looking at. And it was very disturbing. It was horrible. That's very unusual. I, I don't remember having those specifically, but we did have a bathroom that was covered in wallpaper that was actually old, late 1800s uh, newsprint. Ooh, that's so cool. So there'd be, try Billy Bob's tonic water today. It'll help get rid it's of like the gout a, or whatever. Like an old Subway you know, yeah, restaurant. Exa- exactly, like the old Subway restaurant. Wendy's be, used to do that too, actually. Yeah, and I'd spend an inordinate amount of time in the bathroom <laughs> re- rereading you news did. from 1849. You guys or were the only people that didn't have magazines in your bathroom, I suppose. Yeah, and they had like snake oil and, you know, whatever weird dresses and things you could buy. And I'd just sit there for hours. My legs would go numb. My mom's like, where are you? I got, a, I got a friend that has one of them little closet bathrooms in their hallway for public use. And they had a mirror for some reason pivoted right on the back of the toilet. You know, I've seen shells on the back of toilets. I've seen, you know, crocheted things, but a mirror, a a, a two foot mirror. And it was pointed and leaned just so obviously a woman put this there because they would never notice in a million years, but you could see your face while you were doing your business. If you're doing that's number not, one, that's not good. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah, you, I would run run screaming from that house. I don't want to be. I don't want to be there. Well, you just you try to hold your face weird, and and just like a plumber's hiney crack, you you wouldn't want to look, but you just couldn't help it. And uh, oh yeah, it's something you don't even want to share with yourself, and that's pretty that's pretty bad. I'm but, happy you shared it with me though, <laughs> and with six hundred to a thousand other people. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, you forget you forget that sometimes. You think it's just between you, me, and and Lauren on on stick cam, but there's more people out there. Yeah, Lauren looks very nice, by the way. I got to say, as podcaster fans go, she looks she looks very nice, well, very affable. She's, she's got her hair up today, and usually she has it down. Usually she's wearing like a cool pirate t shirt. And, no. and I was beginning to think she didn't do laundry ever, but you know. maybe she was afraid I was going to wear my ninja t shirt. Ah, then there's trouble when there's ninjas and pirates in the same room. Absolutely. I got a call from some ninjas one time, but that's, I don't remember what episode that was, but they were angry. They, they used bad words. I had to bleep them out. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, it is time. That was our feature story and, and Scott awesome. That was very funny. And um, it will be, no, seriously. I, I know my voice sounds very sarcastic, but I, I enjoy good. <laughs> I enjoy good stories because it makes for a better recap song later on. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's what I. That's what I was. What yeah. I came for. I wanted to help you. I wanted your job to be easier. That's that, why I'm here. Well, absolutely. And there's nothing better than a recap song about about PP. So yeah, it works yeah, out. Uh, it's time for something else. Up next, news E and V mail. Mm-hmm. It's time for news E and V mail, and. Uh, as far as news goes, we're gonna st- we're gonna do a little pimpage for you there, and there's a word that's never made it on my show before. Uh, 
you are working on something that uh, a lot of people are really excited about. It's called the 56. Am I right on the number there, first of all? Correct. You are correct. Absolutely. 56 Geeks poster. And uh, where can they go to f- tell us a little bit about that? What What's going on with it, when it's available, and where they can find out more? Well, I got kind of a wild hair uh, not too long ago where uh, I'm always trying to think of new art projects, things I can do that I that either are just for the site and are freely consumable by people or hybrids of the two where I can post some stuff and they can buy the originals and things like that or I'll do auctions occasionally. I had a, a run of toilet seats I designed, a custom design that, that sold pretty well. And so I'm always trying to think of this stuff. kind of helps feed my little empire. And I, I uh, came up with this idea of having all the geek stereotypes I could fit into a 20 by 30 inch big color poster. And that's everything from, you know, gamer geeks and, and Ren fair geeks. And I even have a kiss geek on there and mm-hmm. LARPers and cosplay geeks and, uh, collectible card game geeks and MMO geeks. And it just goes on. And, um, you know, specific movie stuff and all that. And they're all just these individual cartoons, mostly of guys. I have one girl so far. I really need to have another one. So that way. is a girl. People have been That asking. is a chick. Yeah, that's okay. a chick. It's Crazy. not a very attractive chick, and I do not draw attractive women. No, you don't. Throw that I don't. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it, it's just something I always say. If a girl wants to commission a piece, and that happens once in a while, I say, I hope you don't want this to be hot, because it ain't going to happen. And I, no, can't draw, I can't draw hands, so we're, you know, everybody's yeah. got their thing. Everyone has their thing. Mine is really ugly women is what I draw. But anyway, she's very ugly, but she's dressed up as Princess Leia, and that somehow works. Uh, but that the poster, each each of these characters is all they're all lined up in these rows. Each has a little title underneath them. I've been posting them on the site so you can see these and more at myextralife.com. Just search for Geeks or Geek Poster or Fifty Six Geeks. That'll that'll get you all sorts of stuff. And my Flickr site has them all posted posted there as well. But when they're all done, which hopefully will be in the next week or so, um, I've already done pre-orders. But we'll start to sell the the poster to anybody who wants one. And I've said since the beginning, though, even if not one person wanted the poster, I was so excited just to get my own. And normally, I don't even want my own artwork on the wall. But there's something about this project that's totally got my even my own imagination. That's awesome. So I'm pretty pretty excited about it. And a whole bunch of this is the best part. A whole bunch of fans uh, contributed ideas for some of the geeks. So Me a lot included. of the ones you see, you included. That is correct. That's right. Um, there's one out there for I just did a Kiss Geek that was totally recommended by somebody. Uh, I did one for um, what, was the, what was the maybe it was the drama geek. Okay. Anyway, there's a whole, there's a whole handful of them. Now, do you have that, a health geek? I was thinking about uh, that on the way here. Yeah. You know, well, I have a fitness people. geek, but I could probably do more of yeah. a you know somebody who's all into vitamins. Yeah, and, soybeans and and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Tree tree hugging, uh, uh, vegan loving lifestyle. There you go. Nola geek, as my wife suggested, is a possibility. Um, but yeah, there, there's definitely actually room for some additional ones. I have a pretty good list of what I'm working off now, but I'm still taking ideas. So people out there have some amazing idea. Um, and my definition of a geek is somebody who is so into something that they are just absolutely obsessed with it and an expert at it at the same time. Okay, why 56? Um, it's because you'll laugh. There's no real reason. Many have suggested I should have done 42, uh-huh. uh, given the reference to 42 in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books, which would be very geeky in its own right. Right. Um, but I went with 56 simply because that size of poster and That's what I the size of geeks fit. That's what they fit in. <laughs> I figured. So it's a, it's totally math at this point. Now, um, I do have an idea, not for a geek, but I think you should put these things out as trading cards later on. Oh, see, I, I knew you'd love of, that. 
That's a good idea. People, I'd buy that. I'd buy a poster, but I'd be more apt to frame up some some uh, or, or have a box set or something. Uh, That's a very interesting idea, and I could make a really rare one called the. Uh, I don't know the nobody's listening geek that would bring a lot of cash. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know what? The, the, we are going to do mugs. We are going to do stickers Very cool. um, of some of the more popular geeks, and I'm auctioning the Tron geek off on Saw eBay. That. That's awesome. Speak. Yeah, so that'll be someone will get the original artwork plus a small four by six print in color, and they'll get that probably before the poster is even shipping. So that'll well, be fun. Give them some keywords for checking that out on eBay. Yeah, you can go to eBay and just search for Tron geek, and you'll find it. Sweet. Um, and it's right there on the blog as well, so they can check that out. But yeah, the the Geeks thing has been awesome. It's not that different than the Heroes project I did in the sense that you know it was something new, something different, and and it was something to kind of give back to the fans a little and make a little cash while I'm at it, right. try to keep things afloat. So it's it's been working out good. Well, tell us about. Are you still doing Heroes for You dot com? I am. Um, currently, it's on uh, hold for the third round. We've done two rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those can also be on the Seafleen, Seafleen, be seen. Seafleen, Seafleen. Seafleen, jawohl, nein. You can see those on myextralife.com as well. Just click on the Flickr link. But the, um, the idea there was, so let's just do a scenario. James comes up to me and says, Scott, I would sure like to have a hero poster. And I would say, sure, what do you want to do? And you basically would say, well, I want these two primary powers and I want this weakness and I want their clothes to be this color and it's female or it's male and and here's some backstory and here's their motto and here's their name. So some really basic sort of character ideas. From that basic information, I go, I do all the visual. I basically just go for it. And half the fun of it is not exactly knowing what you're going to get in mm-hmm. the end. Um, but we've done a Bunch, bunch of those. You guys can check those out. Those, uh, those run people a hundred bucks, which I still think is a steal. Actually, oh yeah, like, gosh, it's a giant uh, poster. They look awesome. It's yeah, it's a one of a kind. yeah, one of a kind. You'll never see more than one of those. It's made just for you. And uh, we did really well with that. And I'm excited to start round three at some point. We just uh, this geeks thing's taking priority right now, so kind of put the other on hiatus. But that's been a pretty fun project as well. Had a good time with that. I can't believe how fast. I mean, you'll pop out two or three of those in a go. There, it's awesome. Yeah, I have to be quick, or I'd die. I'd perish. <laughs> uh, we we put we put a post up on the website, and I just wanted to put it out there. We don't usually do this, but since you have a following, I wanted people to be able to ask you questions. And the big one, I consolidated them all pretty much into one question: is people want to know. Um, how did you get into podcasting? More specifically, how did you get to this point? As far as web comics, the podcast you go, what is the what is what came first and and how did it lead to other opportunities? Apparently you said earlier you started with the web comic and that yeah. was two thousand three, was it? No, two thousand one. Okay, wow. So it's been a while, yeah. I here's here's kind of how it all went down. Um in ninety eight or ninety nine, I started a, a, an internet radio show that no one's ever heard of. And never will hear, and this is all before podcasting, of course. Um, back in that time, it was called Infiltration Radio. It was designed for a, a game modification for Unreal Tournament. Uh, wow. Long story short, I, that's kind of where I got sort of that bug. And before that, for about eight years, uh, I guess it was about eight years, eight or nine years, I did a, a computer help show on a local AM station here in Utah that I'd actually go in there on weekends. And so the radio bug had bitten me a long time ago. 
And um, at a very young age, I think I was 21 or 22 when I first started doing that, doing that show. And so um, that just kind of stuck with me. The infiltration radio thing was fun, but there was really no great way to sort of distribute it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what did, I mean, how did people find out about it? Just through the web or? Yeah, we had a website and we had a little link Lycos? to make it download the MP3 file. And yeah, Lycos, dude. <laughs> what, the, what are they doing <laughs> now? Anyway, they're still around, I guess. Yeah. No one cares. Hot um, bot. Hotbot. Yeah, Hotbot or what was some of the, the AOL things? had the spider thing. Or? <laughs> yeah, that was really <laughs> dumb. Oh, I'm so glad we've come this far. But anyway, uh, so there was really no way to distribute that stuff. Well, the comic thing, I'd always, I mean, I've drawn since I was a kid. It's what I went to college for. I spent most of my time in high school in art. And so that was nothing too shocking. But when the web came along and, and basically allowed people to kind of create their own stuff and put it out there, and all these barriers to entry were removed. I said, dude, I got to do this. So it really started out as just a way for me to draw every day, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It was like an excuse to say, all right, well, I'm going to put it out there, which means I got to be consistent. I got to stick with it. It'll keep me drawn every day. And somehow that just stuck. And really, that's where everything got started. Extra Life Radio did exist for about eight episodes before podcasting as I tried to start that sort of thing up again. Mm -hmm. Gave it gave it up in about 03, and then late 04, 05, you started seeing this podcasting thing happen, and that's when I picked it up again, and then it exploded. Um, so thankfully, we now have a great distribution model for the you know what I was already doing. Um, and the podcasting thing evolved. We made it a panel show. That's, that's really taken off. Did it the start instance, off that way? No, it was just me yapping about stuff at first. Um, and I... I've listened to some of the old episodes and they suck because um, no one cares. But the, the, the panel show was a, was a real boon to everything because we just added a real dynamic to it. And everybody was feeling their way around. Nobody knew what to do yet right. with podcasting. It was all brand new. And, and we were just trying to find our way. And it just happened to be the right mix. You know, Now the panel consists of me, uh, Brian Dunaway, and Obsidian. Uh, all web cartoonists, all sort of working in the same area, a lot in common, so we have a lot to laugh about and talk about, and we all sort of share the same love for geeks and, and, and general geekery, as it were. So that's been cool, but um, to, to see it sort of evolve and change has been a really interesting six-year ride. Um, you know, I went from 100 users or 100 readers a week to now 45,000 per day. Oh, my God. Uh, the radio mind. shows are in the you know twelve to fifteen thousand range. The World of Warcraft shows just took off like crazy. Didn't expect that to happen at all. To be honest, I thought that was a real fluke, and uh, that continues to grow strong. So, um, in a way, it's almost like you just have to start with a spark on a few of these things, mm -hmm. and they all it all just kind of starts tumbling down the hill. It's 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 very it's been really weird, but I've loved it. Well, I keep waiting for our tumble down the hill, but. Uh See. <laughs> It'll come, dude. It'll come. I mean, I, it took me uh, really. If you look back, my biggest bump happened late '05 through now. Up right. till then, it kind of just coasted, just the way it went. And I, I've learned that the consistency is everything, and and uh, I think your show has huge potential. And a big part of it, not to be outdone by. I mean, all this other stuff is great, but the biggest part of it is probably the support of my wife mm. and, to a lesser extent, my kids. Um, they really believe in what I'm doing. And want to see me succeed at it, and so this isn't an argument thing. It's not something that sticks out as Scott's just swamp doing all his crap. He, they, you know, they're they're behind it a hundred percent, and it sh it sure makes it a lot easier when you have to devote a bunch of time to it to not have everybody scratching their head about your obsessions. They actually believe in them. 
Well, and if they're anything like my wife, after after an, a wow addiction, after just mm-hmm. uh, a stumbled upon addiction, after just you know learning Corel Draw, you know, I, I know that's the devil for a Mac guy, but uh, <laughs> you know she's happy that I have a hobby that just you know has something to show for it. She's thrilled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she wouldn't want me doing it day and night, but a couple times a week, you know, coming home late, she's cool. So that is yeah, awesome. exactly. That's exactly how it should be, and you're, and you're lucky. I'm lucky. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't get that lucky. So we we married up. Let's put it that way. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. I, uh, I people always congratulate me, and they always send their condolences to her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they always. She was valedictorian. They say she's really smart, but I don't agree because you know she married me. So married you. There's got to be something wrong something with that little really formula. jacked up. That's what I, I actually teach kids uh, in a in a church. Uh, I don't know if you know that I'm a kids pastor, and I always you know with kids that age, they're always like boys are better, girls are better, and I you know I always tell them you know I agree, girls are better. That's why I married one. But uh, why do you guys keep marrying us? That's that's the problem. I yeah, dudes are lame, dude. Yeah. No question about it. Dudes oh. are totally lame. But. Uh, Let's see. Oh, and it, talk just a minute before we move on. And this is just for me. So everybody else can just tune out the podcast. I'm, I'm interested in the evolution part of it. You, you said you started by yourself. Um, yep. And then you did you join Brian and, and oh, like immediately or was it with the I, I know you've had people. We were, well, we were 30 episodes in. Wow. And before I changed things up and basically Brian and O were just sort of, you know, guys I knew obsidian had written me a few times when he started his web comic and asked for some linking and stuff. And mm-hmm. so we worked together and I thought he was really super talented and definitely worthy of that. And we just kind of became online buddies and same thing happened with Brian. We had a lot in common, a lot of technology interests that were shared and that sort of stuff. And so it wasn't hard to choose them as guys I wanted to bring on to this, but it just, at first just didn't occur to me. To, to bring more people around. And part of it, though, was just simply a technology issue where Skype came uh, really into fruition then and Skype changed everything. Yeah. I mean, look how we're talking. This is, we wouldn't be able to do this otherwise, um, or not easily, certainly. Right. And being able to have a Colombian and a guy from South Carolina on my show while I'm sitting here in the desert, it's pretty freaking amazing. And that is the, I mean, Skype may not even know this themselves. They are the number one reason podcasters have thrived mm-hmm. uh, at, make, at at being able to create interactivity and sort of multiple voices in their shows. Otherwise, they'd be screwed. It kind of does blow my mind. I, my brother, as I mentioned, went to Ireland, my, my regular co-host. He hasn't been able to come back regularly uh, yet, but we have done a couple of shows, and it is just as clear and just as you know, instant as as you and I are, and that that's yeah. insane. I mean, how many computers, how many feet of cable, how many satellites is that sucker bouncing off of before it gets oh, to my no. ear? And it's it's like instant. It, it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. And had it not been for that, that made a huge difference. But a bigger, uh, probably the bigger thing, or the, the the thing that came directly from that was, I found that I had. This isn't. I don't. I'm not trying to be boastful here, but I I think I have a really good sense of rhythm timing and and sort of flow Mm -hmm. and just i think it comes from all that time on am radio or whatever but having a bunch of us in a room at the same time sometimes four sometimes a guest and be able to make all that make sense and get from one point to the other without it being just chaos and sounding stupid and and having dry moments and all that right somehow somehow we've just made that the call of the day and we just don't have any problems with that and that makes the show a lot more fun to listen to and i think that really resonated with the fans and that helped make the show kind of a hit. So we're 
you know, we're happy about how that turned out, of it, course. It definitely works. When I first started listening, well, actually, no, um, when I started listening to The Instance, you guys would play mashups and clips from Extra Life, and it, it sounded like mass chaos, you know, because all these voices and stuff. But when I actually started listening, I was like, dadgum, you know, and, and not unlike what I do, uh, I call it controlled chaos. You know, you just yeah. have to – you're standing up there like a conductor where everybody's playing their own notes and stuff. But somehow you still make music. And uh, that's what I see on Extra Life. It's awesome. Awesome yeah, show. That's kinda, that's, it's a good description. And I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. And I'm also happy that we're still just a bunch of dorks having a blast every Tuesday night. It's awesome. Great. Uh, la 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 la. What are we doing? We we have um, we have email and voicemail. But one more piece of news: next Monday, September seventeenth, we're going to have guest host Dave White. You don't know him. He's nobody. No. Nobody knows him. He's just a friend of mine from Georgia. And uh, I asked him to come and guest host. And the reason why our listeners are going to like him is because he knew me back when I was even dorkier than I am now. And uh, so I think he's going to tell stories about me and. The people that love me will love him. People that hate me will love him because he will embarrass me. So make sure you tune in <laughs> next week as well as this week. Uh, we do have some email. Um, you want to go first or do you want me to yeah. take this one? Ah, oh, dude, let me do it. All right, Devin, um, here we go. I'm just jumping in. So we got uh, – oh, Devin, here it is. Hey, James, David, Amy, They're gone. and whoever the guest is. You. <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> Says I found your pos- podcast thanks to, thanks to Scott Johnson's radio show. Dun, dun, oh, dun. Yeah, and they, by the way, people, they, I haven't read these emails because I wanted this to be really, you know, yeah. impromptu. So well, maybe and, I'll. And, and I went back and listened. They they actually got it. I emailed this person. They got it off like that one sentence that I said when I was like so shocked and wide eyed that I'd gotten on your show. Oh and yeah, when I you think, called. Yeah, I think the only thing I said is I'm from nobody's listing. And so this person had enough sense to get online and, and find that based off that two word description of whatever it was. It could have been a Good TV man. show, it could have been whatever. Yeah. But anyway. That's really cool. Well he says he found uh you by through me and started listening through from the beginning. I just finished show nineteen and quickly added my pin to the Fapper Frapper map because I am from Saskatchewan. Love the show. Keep it up, Devin. That is so Very freaking nice. cool. There's there's a little bit of history there because in, in a couple of the shows I talked about wanting someone from Saskatchewan and I would know I had become all that I could be in the podcasting world when we had somebody from Saskatchewan. So it is it has now happened, and that is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. way cool. Thanks, Devin. Cool. Thanks for listening. from. And apparently you have at least one listener from there too. So yeah, dude. I feel dirty Great. now. Uh, this is, this is from Kim. She says, hi, James, David, and Amy. Listen, people, Amy's gone. David's in Ireland. It's just me now. So I, I'm glad you love them, but their time has passed. Okay. Anyway, Kim says, I had Chinese food for lunch last week and I thought you'd find my fortune interesting. Here it is. Uh, today your mouth might be moving, but no one is listening. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's great. That's better than mail I ever get. That rocks. Dude, I need you to take a picture of that or scan it or freaking fake it up on Photoshop and send it to me. I will I will put that junk in my office and on the website. That is hilarious. And she says, uh, David, congrats on your new baby. Yes, absolutely. David, David is between uh being overjoyed and overwhelmed, which is the only way a new father should be. And uh talk to him this week and He's still trying to get a job over there. He's a Yank in the middle of people that don't really care for Yanks, and uh, but he's doing okay. He's trying to get a flat. He's uh, trying to learn how to drive on the wrong side of the road, even though they say we're on the wrong side of the road. 
Yeah, so, what do they know? Uh, yeah, what do they know? They're Silly the, Irish. Yeah, they drive on the wrong side of the road after all. Does uh does he is this baby half Irish or is he over yes. there with yes. Okay, very nice. And and the I, story is he he uh he met this girl here, she went back over there, uh found out that she was with child and you know, rather than just shirking his responsibilities, dude, he dropped everything he was doing, his plans, and he saved up, he moved over there and he's going to raise his kid. So uh, awesome. he's, he's that's my great. freaking hero. And that's the truth. I mean, I got that's kids. Cool. Yeah. I got kids in my church. Their dad lives in the same city and they can't even say hi to him, you know, much less yep. d- give up your country, you know? Yeah. It's the right thing to do. And I'll tell you what, dude, you could do a lot worse than Ireland. That place is awesome. Oh yeah. And that, ac- that accent. I used to think I was going to marry an Irish girl. I married a Southern one instead, but had, hey, uh, that's not had bad. the Irish one been around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got I'm a girl from Pennsylvania, so I, I wanted someone without an accent. So, yeah, I love that. Love uh, anyway, uh, Katie, should I read Katie's here? Yeah, go for it. Katie says, hi, Katie. Uh, NL cast people, that's better, see? Yeah. That can be anyone. That's true. I was, I was getting the vacuum cleaner and brush out of the janitor's closet. I'm so used to that closet, I don't tend to turn on the light. I heard something fall over, followed by the sound of liquid pouring. It was, it was your light. pee canister. That's what I she noted. was. <laughs> having flashbacks just reading this thing. <laughs> I turned on the light to see that I had tripped over a vase. One of the mom, one of the nuns had left it on the floor next to the vacuum cleaner. Dun, dun, dun. Easy vision in my head of all this stuff going on with the nuns <laughs> and the vacuum cleaner. I, uh, I, these flowers, <laughs> I, these flowers were not old and wilted, but fresh. <laughs> it was probably she started to say I, yeah i noticed these flowers or something like oh, okay. that i, I noticed these flowers were not old and wilted but fresh there were not any buckets or rags in the closet and i had to go back into the kitchen where i found a bucket of dirty rags Important. i then proceeded to mop it up as much of the mess as i could before one of the nuns took over for me and then uh, t- uh when it turned into a ninja and killed us all <laughs> That comes from Katie, except for that last line. Well, I, I get these emails, and, and sometimes it's like they, they tell it as if we were there. And so I wrote to her, and I asked her, okay, what's the rest of the story? Why were there fresh flowers in the dark in a janitor's closet on the floor? And yeah. she didn't know, but I think I know why. I think somebody was trying to, to just bless the socks off the janitor, and she screwed it up. Could have been. That's what I'm thinking. I, that's why I was asking you for whatever you thought that that nurse was talking about, because I have to know. And when I can't know, I have to make up a reason. And and that would be hilarious. Why did the nun come to your rescue? Because she had no. set flowers in there to surprise because she secretly <laughs> had an immoral crush on the janitor. And she was about to drop her faith and, and her vows and everything. Yep. And you yep. were the hand of God stopping her. From making yeah. a terrible mistake, so the whole nunnery thanks you for not making them. <laughs> so, Sister Mary, is that what it's called? The nunnery. I don't Whatever know. Sister Mary Clarence is is still in in the uh, the soul saving business thanks to Katie. Yep. She still wears the penguin suit. Everybody's fine. Move along. And everybody's still getting their floor cleaned over at My Lady of Sorrows and Death, uh, whatever it is. Uh, is it my turn? I've talked so much. I forgot yeah, who read. Okay. Rose says one time I went to McDonald's to get some fries with my friend. This is a good one. After waiting in a long line, if you're a middle schooler, it's good. Uh, I was finally, it was finally my turn to order. The cashier was just starting and I wanted to make my order easy for her. So I walked up and, and she said, may I help you? Uh, I said, yes. And I just ordered my fries. No complications. She rung it up and then said, very seriously, would you like some fries with that? So, so let me replay that for you. 
I want you to be the cashier, okay? Here, here. All right. All I'm right. the cashier. You got to say, may I help you? Here we go. Is it, Am I a lady? Uh, yeah. yeah. Please. Hey, may I help you? Can I have some fries, please? What's my line? Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll be the cashier then. May I help you? Oh, all right. Okay, but he's, okay. Um, now wait, where's my line? <laughs> I want no, fries. A friend, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, uh, may I have fries, please? You want fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's oh my awesome. god! Could you imagine being the lady behind the counter? You just want to die. You just throw your trainer tag at the at uh, the manager with his with his pants hanging around his ankles and run. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. wanted to work here anyway, you you idiots. Uh, I know a position at uh, Best Buy that might fit this <laughs> one. You go grow your hair out and uh, get, get that emo thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I guess I didn't. I don't get the emo thing. I I, I left high school when it was uh, what was it? It was the alternative kids, which we were still goth back then. Well, it wasn't they so- morphed into the goth thing, and now now has goth morphed into emo or? Did they I just... don't know. They're probably past that now. You hear about some – my kids are all talking about scene kids, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't even know that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that one is. I work with all kids. these little subsets, and I totally get it. I mean, when I was in high school, it was right. rockers, stoners, jocks, and nerds, and I fell into the nerd category. Although, I'll tell you what, if you, don't, if you want to be a nerd in high school, um, geek, if you will, whatever, uh-huh. and, but you don't want to get beat up for being that, just be six foot four and everything will be fine. Yeah, I heard you mention that. That that yeah, okay. I unfortunately was small, and not only was I small, I may have been average, but I was felt like I was small. I looked like I was nine in high school, mm. and that was mm. horrible. I had no you body. Look older now. I had I had no body hair anywhere. Um, it, <laughs> it was terrible. It was absolutely horrible. I, I mean, on my head, I guess, and on my eyes, as my daughter points out, she's two and a half. You have hair on your eyes, I'm like those are eyelashes. Oh. She's she's not really going to be that advanced. She takes you have hairy hand. eyes, I see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's great. You know, oh, wait. There's more. There's more about the oh, fries. I, I messed up. Uh, oh, she, would you like some? <laughs> she would like some fries with that. Okay. Uh, at the time, my friend was taking a drink of her soda, and she accidentally laughed so hard she spit it out across the counter. The drink went all over the cashier, causing her to scream. Okay, we didn't finish the play. <laughs> We got to do the play over again. Hi. All right. Okay. I want to be, okay, be the lady again. Okay. The lady. Okay. So you be Rose. You be Rose. All right. I'm Rose. And then I said, okay, rung it up and then said, seriously, would you like some fries with that? And then you have to laugh. Depending on the part of the country, it could have been soda or soda pop or, uh, or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, she says, uh, Everyone in the restaurant just turned around. Let's just say that my friend and I weren't allowed there ever again. Rose, yeah. see, there's some back. Some Go ahead. Burgers, fries too. Some of that nose water, dude. Uh, God, I don't even. I can't think about that stuff because they wear okay. head headbands and their hair hair nets and stuff. But there's still noses and, and lips and stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't you forget it either. Every time you order anything, you're people's stuff in there, man. Gosh, uh, trust. I don't trust any. Well, of when it. Rose said, "Let's just say that my friend that that's an inside podcast joke," because one time I got onto people for adding extra stuff to the stories that made no sense or wasn't relevant, and so this kid calls up and he's all nervous, right? And he's like, uh, he's telling a story about how a squirrel got into his campsite or something, and he says, uh, "Here's the way it went down." He says, "Oh." 
I was at camp one time, and let's just say that a squirrel got into my my tent, and it was scary. And let's just say that we peed ourselves, and then the the counselors came up and they found out somebody did it on purpose. And let's just say they weren't very happy. And then he hung up. Now he called awesome. back and he realized what he'd done and he told the story correctly. But dude, we went back and we retold every story we'd ever told in the podcast, like 30, 30 episodes in that format. And it took 15 seconds to tell 30 stories and let's just say wow. format. So yeah. yeah, that's cheap way out, man. That's copping out. people. <laughs> So, Pick it up a notch a little. so now everybody has to put let's just say in their emails and it's 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 quite hilarious. All right. That's we do have a couple of voicemails and hopefully you'll be able to hear them, Scott. And right. first one is from Jeff Carroll, which I, I don't know if he's our. No, he's not our sponsor, but he still gets played. Here we go. He's from the UK, I think. Hey, James and miscellaneous special guest host. Uh, <laughs> oh. Your story about transporting that mattress that was on your show last week reminded me of when I moved house a few years back. Moved house. We uh, had everything packed in the back of a ute and it. Uh, we were driving down the freeway. I was going about 70 or 80 kilometers an hour and cool. we had a, a chest of drawers in the back. It had the, the bottom two drawers were secure and tied down, but the top one wasn't. And this one contained all my underwear. And as we're going down the freeway, we hit a busy patch of road. The wind picks up, opens the drawer, sends it flying off the back of the tray of the ute, smashes on the ground. It's a windy day, so all my underwear is flying through the air uh, in like this big tornado thing, tornado type thing full, <laughs> tornado of, uh, of, underwear. full of underwear. And so we had to pull over and, and uh, pick up all the loose uh, items of clothing. And I still laugh at it. I always have this vision of, uh, you know, some pair of boxer shorts landing on some old lady's car window and she's swerving off and, and causing an accident, and uh, and I always thought that was a bit of a funny story. Love the show, guys. Keep up the great work. I'll keep listening if you keep doing a good show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, man. Thank you, Jeff. That was stinking hilarious. Dude, I don't know. You must love your underwear as much as Scott loves video games because uh, after the twister of underpants settled <laughs> on the freeway, I would have freaking had to have just gone to the Walmarts, as Scott would say, and, and buy me a pair and what Down not. to the Walmarts. That's what you got to do. And I would say this too. It was nice to hear from somebody. I, I I'm guessing Australian. Yeah. Uh, I, I love all the different re- references to things like moving house and uh, driving the lorry down to the loo and those sorts of things. Yeah, I, love that I don't know what a Ute is though. I guess it's a moving truck or a trailer. You're gonna have oh, to help it? me out, Jeff. Yeah, he said that that the the thing was in the Ute. And yeah, what the crap is the Ute? That, here, that's an Indian. So there's like an <laughs> Indian full of underwear or what? We we need some clarification. Or in the South, you know, it's just a reference to you. You know, you need to go down there and get you some pancakes. But get yourself some underwear. It's all over the freeway. It's free. My my actually, Southern people call them skivvies. Oh, that's it's true. it's very disturbing. My brother and I know about the skivvies, but uh, my wife calls them disgusting. But that's a <laughs> disguster pants. I actually call them extendo skivs because I have the long ones. I think I called that into your show one time because you guys were wondering what to call the ones that weren't quite uh, tidy whities and weren't quite boxers. And my wife calls them extendo skivs. And I imagine that's because they're normal briefs. You push a button and the legs shoot out and all of a sudden you've got extendo skivs. No, wait, those were one. They're like the, um, they're like the, the Calvin Klein deals. Yeah, they call right? them the, boxer briefs, I think is the official name. But yeah, them, them's are crazy. Those, those are crazy. That that's that, I think Snoop Dogg wears those. I, I heard him interviewed. They asked him boxers or briefs. He says both. He says, well, 
let me tell you this. My son, my seven-year-old, we need to start buying him just brown-colored uh, colored underwear oh. so, so we can just avoid the problem altogether is all I'm saying. <laughs> we're going to name him, nickname him uh, Nick Skid Pants uh, freaking uh, Johnson because he's got some issues. So we're just going to buy him nothing but we're getting him a brown Zune. We're going to get him brown underwear, brown shirt, brown pants, brown shoes. And no uh, one's the wiser. Gosh, no one's the wiser. I got a story about that, but that's going to have to wait for another podcast because it's just <laughs> that bad. See, it in, keep them wanting it, it, dude. It, just involved, want. <laughs> it involved white jeans, uh, shorts in the 90s, and white jean shorts, bugle boys, and a, and a date. And it was just Sweet. horrifying. Those two things should never go together, but anyway. Let's just say it was embarrassing. There, I just told the story. So there you go. we got one from Connie, o, Connie, o, Connie, Connie in Ohio, also known as Connie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little audio from Connie. O. Here she goes. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio, and I wanted to share a story that's been dogging me for most of my life now. Um, I've always been a fairly mature-looking person, uh, looking yeah, older than my years. And um, when I was 15, my dad and I went to pick up my sister, who was working at a nursing home. Well, we're fairly outgoing people, so um, we said hello to some of the residents and then left to pick up my sister. And um, one of them whispered to each other, although, you know, older people sometimes have uh, are hard of hearing, so they speak sort of louder than they think. And uh, the one said, I bet that's a preacher and his wife, which stopped us sort of short, and we laughed about that. That was pretty funny. Well, anyway, uh, fast forward about six years. We're living in a new community, my family and I, and my dad and I had joined the choir at our local church. And uh, we were chatting after the service, and dad slipped his arm around and gave me a little fatherly squeeze of the shoulder. And this man came up and pointed to my dad and said, you got to watch out for this guy. And I said, I know, I live with him. And I thought, hmm, I think I need to establish what our relationship <laughs> is. And so I said again, I know, he's my dad. And we laughed, and then I left, and my dad told me later that the man turned to him and said, I was just kidding, I know she's your wife. Yuck. So um, that's been pretty much <laughs> the story of it, uh, until fairly recently dad's hair went white, and I still look about my same age, so I don't think people think I'm his wife anymore, but that's been going on for a long time, it was sort of funny. Um, anyway, thanks for letting me share. Connie, so what are you saying, girl? It's a good thing that your dad's going to die soon so that you don't have to worry about being mistaken for his for his wife. Is that what you're yeah. trying to say? Apparently they, look, apparently they look like pe- preacher people. That that must mean they dressed really nice and were, were really friendly and had their palms out for, for any kind of income that might be. Right. That's what I do. And I'm telling you, in them kids, man, they'd be giving the offerings. I'm telling you, I must yeah. be, I must be clearing two fifty a week, two dollars wow. and fifty cents at least. Wow, uh, it's great. But uh, you save that up, and there's a happy meal in it for you at some point. Absolutely, a, a happy meal in heaven. God's like, thanks for all the work, dude. Here, you get to sit in the back with the with all the kids at the kid table in heaven. Uh, but uh, thanks, Connie. That was awesome. You're hilarious. The uh, I, I had the same problem with my sister. My sister and I were like a year and a half apart, and we always just did everything together. We were like twins until we got into liking girls and boy age, you know. And we'd go to the mall, and we'd never, ever get 
dates, you know, because we were together and at the theme park, you know, you always wanted to, you always had this dream of meeting a girl that you could ride rides with for the day, you know, and all this stuff never going to happen. And we always talked about getting t-shirts that said brother and sister and pointed to each other. But, uh, that would probably repel the, the, uh, potentials more than just hanging out. So we never followed through. But uh, we have a couple more, but we'll we'll save those to the end. And uh, Connie's got another one where her husband embarrassed the heck out of her. So listen to that after the goodbyes and the recap song. Uh, I think that is it. We do need to give a button away. Every week we give a button away. You're, you were talking about a contest earlier. There is no contest. Contests are fun. I loves me some contests. We're, we're just poor. I went out and paid 25 bucks and got 100 nobody's listening buttons. And they're about the size of a pea. As, as Lauren... <laughs> I was very upset with the size of these stupid things, but uh, people like them, and so we we give them away. It takes me about a month and a half to mail them out, as Lauren will also tell you, but we always give one away to the person that gave us the best submissions. So She's showing hers right now. They're on stick camp. There There you go, Rock. I'm wearing mine right here, and Scott, you've earned yourself one too, dadgummit. Oh, yeah, baby. In a month and a half, I'm going to have one. (laughs) Just, Just hold your breath and wait by your mailbox. All right. One day that we'll be able to send these as email attachments. That's what I'm hoping for. Physical items sent by email. I am all for that, dude. You that's need to the make next, a comic. That, next big thing. You that, bet. That's the next comic, actually. That's a good idea, actually. I could, there's a lot I could do with that. <laughs> I'm making fun of Indiana Jones next, so watch for that. Okay, awesome. Um, it could be email or it could be voicemail. I liked uh, I like Jeff's underwear thing. That's going to have to get my vote today. Because I like voicemails better than reading emails anyway. What do you think? Oh, that was a great – that was an awesome story. Not only was it uh, follow all of the requisite requirements for an embarrassing story, uh, <laughs> it also rang of truth and it also was done in an accent that I can get behind. So okay. I think that's great. But that means he lives overseas and I can't afford the stinking shipping. So that's true. So we have to pick that's an true. alternate because most of these people take pity on me and say don't do it. So if Jeff is any kind of gentleman, he'll do the same thing. So what's our backup here? I'll tell you what. In in lieu of Jeff, was it Jeff with the underwear? Yeah. Rose. Okay. Yeah. In lieu, in lieu of him getting, or no, was it Rose? No, Rose. Yeah, you can give it to Rose, but here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Since we like Jeff's story so much, um, I don't normally do this. Uh-oh. But I will draw an underwear. <laughs> tornado. <drawing. laughs> Underwear tornado, just for him. I'm not promising anything fancy, right? But uh, and he may not even care or even know who I am. Oh, but he will. If, if he does or is interested, tell him to send me. Uh, so I'm telling you now, Jeff. Send me your email, and I will do your own custom little sketch of tornado underwear man or something. I, I tell you what, Jeff, send it to me because I have your original. And I'll I'll forward it to Scott yeah, that. so that we don't have idiots trying to take advantage. I don't have any idiots listening, but. Occasionally, no. some of your guys might come over, and, and anyway, ha ha. Uh, yeah. But Rose, you are the official button winner. I've drawn pictures for people. I do that occasionally. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. Yeah, I'll draw one of me. I sent him a gold star one time. Well, anything would be better <laughs> that picture you drew of yourself, dude. I mean, it's good oh, yeah. artwork, but it looks nothing like you. And that's no, that's because it's impossible like- to draw yourself. Yeah, I, I'm not like uh, uh, who's the old guy that painted stuff. <laughs> Norman Rockwell. Famous. Norman Rockwell. Dude. I can't sit in front of the mirror and do myself. That guy's my hero. He is. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, but uh, uh, I uh, now, are you like me though? I ha- I made the perfect we. It looks just like me. Really? Uh, me. I'm sorry. The me on the we. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't like make me. the perfect we. Uh, you <laughs> you made you the perfect we in the dark. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is time to get out of here. Usually we'd be doing a recap song. I will dub that in later. I'm not going to ask you to sit through and listen to me acapella, because that's what it sounds like from your end. And uh, it's it's pretty sad. Trevor, I made him do it last week. and he, yeah. But he, you know... He, he was so eager to be on here. I, I don't want to do that to you. But in the meantime, you can call us with your stories. Call us now, dadgummit, 206-600-5704. You know you have a cell phone. If you can afford an iPod, you know you have a cell phone. Use it. Use your night and weekend minutes. Don't be talking about long distance. It's not long distance for you. You can email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. If you can't spell that, ask your mama. And give, give us an iTunes review. We have over 105 iTunes reviews, Scott. It's for the size of audience we have, that means we have the awesomest listeners in the planet. And uh, Let me tell you something about that. You have exceeded my total number of reviews on Extra Life Radio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And all I now, do is you ask. Have, you haven't done it with the instance. That thing's like 490 yeah. or something. Oh. But for whatever reason, I guess, yeah, maybe I should start asking. But yeah, just ask. Uh, I'm in the 90s, so you've exceeded us. So wow. right there, dude. You're going to overtake the podcasting world. Leo Laporte is shaking in his proverbial boot. I think it's the only reason why we're still on the featured comedy podcast is because of that thing right there. Uh, we did have one guy that left one star review. Most of them are fours and fives, a couple threes, and then one one. And it was some teeny bopper guy that was a, that was upset that we didn't talk about crotches. Yeah, he he even are- he even put it in the in the review that you know we didn't talk about throwing cheese at some guy's crotch. So. And by the way, you can test those with Apple. They'll take them off. It's worked for me before. I, I have. I actually accused him of hate speech because he called us rednecks, and I was pulling the race card. I was trying to get us rednecks classified <laughs> as a race, but it didn't. It didn't work. <laughs> I'm two thirds redneck. Dude, actually, there's another yeah. geek. You have yeah, a, you have a redneck geek. geek on your stinking podcast. Why would you not yeah. do a Dunaway clone for well, your? Because he's poster. not really good at anything or obsessed with anything. Oh. <laughs> Is, That's not true. He is the balance for your show. Him and O are like the opposite ends of the spectrum. And they, they, oh, you that's why it works for, so yeah, well. It's perfect. Brian is the ultimate straight man. I'm the, telling the you, you have one of those guys. Perfect. The, to have a guy like that on your show. No oh, question. I need one. I need a, I need yeah. a Brian. Um, or maybe I am the Brian. I'm not sure. Uh, next week, obviously, just to repeat, we have guest host Dave White. If you are a listener and you would ever be interested in guest hosting, you can send me a wave file of a story that you'd like to tell. Uh, nobody's listening. And who knows? You could get your big break, especially if you have a podcast coming up. I know Trevor's going to be doing one pretty, pretty soon from last week. I hear Scott Johnson's thinking of starting this whole podcasting thing. That's why he's here. He's hoping Well, all he the can... kids are doing it, dude. All the kids are doing it. I got to get in with the, with, the, with the kids that know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta get with the program. You gotta get the oh. kids in MySpace. But uh, oh. MySpace dude, kids. you don't know how many kids. I keep talking about my kids. I have these first through fifth graders, and you don't know how many of them have. None of them are fourteen or up, and all of them have MySpace. That's what's on, scary parents. about MySpace. Is yeah, it's so much kids have MySpace accounts? I'm telling no you, it's bad news. Way. All the yeah, news. and it's not just. I'm not just being paranoid parent here. I'm right. just saying it's a colossal waste of time. They have homework. And it stuff is to the do. trailer park of the internet, and it is right. a necessary evil for some of us. But for the rest of y'all, man, go to go to something else. Do something else. Get Play baseballers. Do start, something. Start your own Ning. You know, yeah, that works. Ning is good. I like Ning. I do too. Total control. Anyway, that's us. Uh, we're glad that Scott, thanks Scott for coming on. I know your day is busy, your life is busy, and we've kept you long enough. I, so thank you so much. 
for being with us. Anytime, dude. I love your show, and uh, I think you're doing great work over here. And I'm uh, I was glad to be on. I'd, be, I'd love to come on again sometime. Awesome. We might take you up on that, but uh, even though you were on, it doesn't really matter how good you were or how bad you were, because the honest truth is, nobody's listening. I'll just say nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. There, I'll, I'll edit it together so it sounds like we said it at the same time. No one will know except for Lauren. And a half a dozen other people on there. It's what the world's been waiting for. The recap song. Today was a great day for podcasting. If your name was James or a listener to Nobody's Listening, you should have been fishing rather to listen to Scott Johnson on a program. He came on and I bugged him. I asked him all your questions and a few of my own. And he hung up and went back home Uh-oh Well, we started With everything that we usually would say I lost my keys And Scott spent all day At the Best Buy With some emo kid it's apparently a problem when you'll wait for 25 minutes for an emo to decide he cares about you. What did you expect, dude? He's emo. Oh, 56 geeks on a poster. Do you have anything better to do? I don't think so. Cause you'll make a fortune drawing pictures of how we're afraid we look to others, including those of us with significant others. It bothers them that we would be obsessed with things instead of them. Well, these stories are always good And this was no exception Scott brought humor to a story About a small closet that we'll call P-Heaven He took off the lid while he was a little kid But he could not find the light switch He had company by a boy who wouldn't speak I gotta say what bothers me about that story is when you saw another child you didn't run screaming you didn't ask why you were just quick to reply and say hello do you wanna help me with this? Do you need some help taking off the lid? You're a little kid, you don't know better, I know. But you should have had a little more common sense. I mean, 
What were you thinking, Scott Johnson? That's something you usually do alone with your Johnson. It's true. You take off the lid, you put something in it, and you put it inside the door with a little door inside of the bathroom. But you thought you had company. You're okay with that, I suppose. Maybe your mama taught you better than those of us from down south. Yeah. Well, thanks, Rose, for sending us a story. And Katie and Kim and Devin, we thought everything was funny until we heard that you guys were from heaven. That rhymed anyway. And everybody thought that I was okay. Yeah, yeah, well, at McDonald's, you have to be nice to the people. And don't spit your soda on them because they're trying real hard to serve ya. Don't you know they set up nights thinking about how they can give it to you your way? But that was pretty funny. You want fries with that? I already ordered that. I just want to go sit down with my friend and help her clean the soda out of her nose. Then she spewed it all over your clothes. And that's the best part. Thank you for sending it in, cause you get a button. And the real winner, however, was the guy who sent us a voicemail about the underwear tornado. Scott's gonna draw you one if you send your email in to me, and I will afford it. It's time to go. I'm so glad everyone was here so we could share this time together. But now it's time to go. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. And we'll have to wait and see you next Monday. Next Monday, yeah, yeah. It's great to be in America where teens run the world. Yeah, yeah. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. I wanted to tell you about a, a time um, when my husband and I were in France. Um, he is a typical American in that he only speaks American. He knows no other language. Um, and so he was working with a French company at the time, and I was there just sort of to hang out with them uh, after work. Anyway, he came back. Um, and he said, this one guy was saying something to me in French, and I didn't know what else to say, so I said, no hablo francais. I said, you you did not say that. That's Spanish. You said, no hablo, that's Spanish. And he said, well, I didn't know what else to say. I didn't understand what he was saying. I don't know French. And so uh, I was so thankful that I wasn't with him at the time because I think you can actually die of embarrassment and they wouldn't have known what to do with my body because I was over across the ocean. Anyway, 
So uh, I, I am a firm believer in that husbands and wives definitely should not spend all of their free time together, and this is yet another reason. So thanks for letting me share. Bye-bye. This cast is part of the Geek Media www.thegeekmedia.com You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.